it's going to be an exciting one. Well, hey, today, again, it's Baptism Sunday, and uh, if you got your Bibles, why don't you open them up to Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5, and we're going to be looking at, uh, starting with verse 8 here in just a moment, uh, what we're going to be talking about today is, why do we do baptism? What, what's this all about? What is really going on? Why, why do we baptize people? And I think that this passage, while it doesn't address it directly, uh, it does give us a window into what baptism is all about. So let's read this thing. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8, it says this, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. For the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible. For it is light that makes everything visible. This is why it's said, wake up, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. So that's our, our passage for this morning. And maybe let me illustrate what's what's going on here. So uh, let's start off. All right, today, this is you. All right? Look at that. Isn't that, isn't that nice? Uh, so this is you. This is what you see when you, you look in the mirror. Okay? And, and you're looking in the mirror and you see, you know, some of the good features that you see in yourself. You, uh, whatever might you know, maybe it's a talent that you see. It's like, oh, that's, that's pretty good. Maybe it's a, just a facial feature that you think, man, I've got the best nose of anyone. That, that just, that looks real sharp. And, uh, you know, you, you see the good in yourself. But also when you look in the mirror, you see the bad, right? Uh, the ears just aren't what you'd like them to be. You know, I, I don't know what it might be. The, the hair's not just the right color or, or, you know, there's a little bit more gray in there that you used to like. And, and you look in the mirror and, and you see the good, and you see the bad. Now, the problem, what the mirror doesn't show, the mirror shows the physical things. You know, we, we can see the physical things in ourselves, but this passage that we, we just read is, is kind of like a mirror in a sense. It, it shows us that there's something else going just in the physical, that the spiritual is happening as well. You can't see your spiritual self in the mirror, but we all have a spiritual side to us. We've got a physical side and a, and a spiritual side, and we've all got a spiritual side. So this, this passage really is a reflection of, of our spiritual selves and, and what we are. Uh, because this passage starts out by saying, for you were once darkness, right? You were once darkness. You lived in complete and utter darkness in a spiritual sense. And that's That's rough. Right? We were once in darkness. We were lost. And maybe you can't see this in your life, but maybe you can feel it. Have you ever felt like you were just kind of lost and, and just walking around and not sure what to do, not sure where to go, and you just felt lost? In John chapter 3, it says that, that we were in darkness because our, our deeds were evil. Right? Another way to say that is we're in darkness because we've got sin in our life. Each and every one of us has sin in our life. What is sin? Sin is simply we've disobeyed God. We haven't done what he's asked us to do. He's given us those 10 commandments. You should put him first. Uh, you should uh, put no other God before him. You should not make an idol. Honor your father and mother. You should not lie, steal, kill, murder, commit adultery, all those things. And we've, we've all broken those at a, 
one time or another. We've broken one or, or more of those. And it says that, that we're living in sin. And because we're living in sin, the punishment is, is darkness. The punishment is that we don't have the light. And, and even worse than that, it's, it's that we have eternal punishment. You see, we're, our, while our physical bodies, they give out after a little while, our spiritual bodies are eternal. And there's only two options, to live in the light, to live in heaven the rest of our lives, or to live in the darkness, the place of darkness, to live in hell. So we've got two options there. Which one are we going to choose? Those who chose to live in darkness in this life will continue living in darkness, and those who chose to live in light in this life will continue to live in light. So we see the consequences there, and we try to do everything we can to go out and live in the light. So we search for the light. We try to do good things, and we think if we can just do good things, then we can get out of the darkness and into the light. But no matter how many good things that we do, we're still in darkness. So we try something else. We, we try to, maybe if, if I can just get on top, if I can just have as much influence as possible, if I can just build as much wealth as I can in this world, maybe I can purchase the light. But we can't do that. We're still walking around in darkness. So we keep trying other things. We think maybe if I devote myself to something or to someone in, in a relationship or another religion, if I, if I just chase after that, maybe I can have the light but we never find it because it's not in any of those things. But the Bible says in, in John chapter 1 that the true light that gives light was coming into the world. His name was Jesus. And so Jesus was, was coming into the world and, and for the first time, the light was there. The light was there, but we were still wandering around in the darkness. And so Jesus, he came and he was the perfect light. Right? He was the light. He, he declared himself, I am the light of the world. And he lived a perfect life. Darkness tried to come in. The devil tried to tempt him. He, he tried to get him to sin, but Jesus never gave in. He lived a perfect, sinless life. There was no darkness in him. He was the perfect light. And because he was the perfect light and he never sinned, there was no punishment attached to his life. He, he didn't need to pay that punishment, that penalty of death. But yet, he saw all of us walking around in the darkness and wanted to do something about it. So he, he went to the cross and he gave up his life and he died on that cross and, and they, they buried him in a tomb. And after three days, the perfect light, Jesus, raised from the dead. He was resurrected. And now, the Bible says that, that if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, if we make Jesus the Lord of our life, and we believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, that we will be saved. Or in other words, that we will go from darkness into light when we accept Jesus as our Savior. And, and that's, that's called, this, this fun word called salvation. Salvation is going from the darkness and, and into the light. In fact, in our passage, it says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. So that's why, that's what we're doing in baptism today. We're celebrating lives that went from darkness to light. Now, I wish the passage would just stop there. Say, you were once darkness, but now you're light. And everything's going to be great and happy, and you're going to live happily ever after, and it's just going to be perfect. But it doesn't say that. It keeps going on. It says, 
So live as children of light. Right? When we get saved, we come into the light. Our reward is now heaven. But now it says we've got another responsibility. We've got to live as children of light. You know, you'd think that God would just make us perfect and we'd, you know, he, he forgives us and, and all those things. But the problem is, is that sin tries to keep creeping back in. That darkness guys, tries to keep pulling you away and, and bringing you back in. And, and so we've got to live as children of life because inside, uh, inside of us, our heart is still given to a lot of things. Right? We still got a lot of sin like greed and maybe rage and addictions, lies, anger, bitterness, pride. All these different things that, that we can still try to creep back in and, and tempt us. And so for the rest of our lives, after we're saved, we're living in the light. You know, we're, we're on the way to heaven, all those good things. But we're, we go into another fancy where, you know, first we've got salvation. But the next thing we've got is, is called sanctification. All right, there's another $5 word for you, sanctification. And uh, sanctification, what that is, is trying to, to be more and more like Jesus. See, Matthew chapter 5, verse 16 says that... Uh, to let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. And what that's really saying is Jesus is the perfect light, but we're a reflection of that light. So everywhere we go, people see inside of us. So when we reflect the light, watch out, guys. Woo! You guys feel that? Just getting blinded up there. Oh, yeah. How's the balcony? Live stream, here we come. Right? We're a reflection of that light. But the problem is we're not a perfect reflection of it because we still have so many things that, that are, that's rough inside. Is that my mic doing that? Thank you. We still have so many things that, that are rough uh, on the inside, so many things that need to get worked on. So how do we clean up? How do we clean up our heart? How do we change and become more and more like Jesus every day? Well, this passage mentions about five different things. The first one, it says that, that the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. So those are a few things that we can start out with. When we start doing good works, not because we want to get saved. We're already saved. But we do good works because we want to be more like Jesus. And so now we start helping out and doing things. And, and boy, we clean up a little bit and we become a little bit better reflection of who Jesus is. We become more like him because it's less of us. We surrender more to him. And then it says in righteousness. Righteousness, that's another fun, fancy word that we've got going on. Righteousness means to do the right thing. It means to follow God's way rather than our way, to surrender more to him. So when we start to obey God and listen to what he has, then, then we take away some more some more items in our hearts that, that we're prone to, that we're given to, and we're cleaning up and we're becoming more like Jesus. And, and it says the truth, right? Everybody wants to say, I, I know the truth. This is my truth. But in reality, there's only one truth, and that's the Word of God. The Word of God is the only truth out there. And so uh, if we want to be more like Jesus, if we want to clean more of our life up, then we need to spend time in the truth. We need to spend time reading God's Word, but not just reading it, but doing what it says. So as we do that, it, it starts to clean up other things in our heart, right? And we can erase some more things because we're more like Jesus as we do that. It continues on to say that uh, we need to find out what pleases the Lord. Well, how do you do that? How do you find out what pleases someone? 
You spend time with them. You talk to them. And we call talking with God prayer. Right? So we spend time talking with God. We spend time in prayer every day just going to him and, and saying, God, this is, this is what's going on in my life. And God, thank you so much for helping me with this. And God, you're so amazing. We just talk to him and we take time to listen. And we find out what, what pleases him. And we realize, oh, having hate in our heart, that doesn't please God. Bitterness, that doesn't please God. And, and, and so we, we start becoming more like him because we're adding these things to our life. But it also says in there that, that we need to cut some things out. Not only do we need to do good things now, but we need to uh, avoid things as well. It says, have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness. So that might mean you can't go the same places that you used to go. You know, you're into the darkness. You, you can't maybe hang around some of the people who were bringing you down before. You, you've got to change places. And when we do that, uh, it, it changes things in us. Right? And, and we clear some more of our lives up. We give more of our heart to Him and we just continue to surrender because we're constantly on this process to be more like Jesus. And then it says, not only that, but when we do sin, because when we come into light, we're going to try our best, but we're still human. We're going to mess up. We're going to fail. But it says that we need to expose sin. Before, we like to cover it up. In the darkness, it didn't matter. In the darkness, nobody knew. But now when we sin, when we give into that old addiction again, now we need to say, rather than hide it, rather than say it's going to be okay, we need to come into the light and say, Lord, forgive me. Lord, I, I sinned again. God, I don't want to do it anymore. And when we do that, I believe those addictions, those, they're going to break. You know, all those things in our life that we used to hold on to, uh, they're, they're going to they're gonna crumble. So we see all these different things that, that God is using to clean us up as we live in goodness and righteousness and truth, as we find out what pleases God, as we avoid the old temptations, as we avoid the old places, the, the old people that used to drag us down, and, and we expose the sin that's in our life, and we continue to confess every day, Jesus, I need you. Lord, forgive me. And it's that process of sanctification, uh, of separating ourselves from darkness from sin, from temptation, and, and coming in and saying, God, I just want to be for you. I want to be more like you. That is what I am going for. That is what I am after. So where does baptism fall into this whole category? Right? Baptism today, it's part of this sanctification process. See, Jesus, uh, he commanded us to be baptized. He told the disciples to to go and, and make disciples of all nations and to baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So it's something that Jesus commanded was, was baptism. It was something that, that Jesus did. He modeled it. He was baptized himself. Something the disciples, they, they preached. Uh, when Peter gave uh, the sermon on the day of Pentecost, it said everybody was cut to the heart. And they're like, what do we do now that we know Jesus is our Savior? He says, repent and be baptized. Right? So we're following that, that model. So when we do that, we're listening to the truth of God. And we're obeying Him. And, and that helps to sanctify us more, that sanctification process. Right? And, and we continue doing that. And when we get up, uh, salvation, when we went again from, from darkness to light, more often than not, it was a private moment. Maybe a moment between you and God or just a couple people. And, and God did something miraculous in your heart, and you were saved in that moment. Oop, hitting somebody solid there. Uh, 
you were saved in that moment, but now is a time to publicly declare, Jesus, I'm not ashamed of you. I am not ashamed of the gospel. I'm not ashamed that I, I am a Christian and proud of. And so when we get up here today, boy, it sure takes down some of that pride in our heart and, and those things. And, and so the whole time, it's a process of trying to clean up our heart to be more and more like Jesus so we can be that perfect reflection. And boy, like I said, when, when you come across somebody who's serving Jesus and, and their heart is pure and they're just that solid reflection, man, you feel it, don't you? You just feel that. And God is, God is moving. And so that's, that's kind of what, what baptism is all about. It's a celebration that we went from death to life, that we went from darkness to light, that we went from hell to heaven. And that's what we're celebrating. That's why, I mean, we're going to go crazy in this place today because it's a celebration. Under the water is the old life, but the new life is beginning on the other side. So this passage, it ends up by saying, wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead. And Christ will shine on you, right? And that, that is our goal, that Christ would shine, shine on us, that we're living in the light, that we are giving him our all. And so that's what we get to celebrate today uh, with Baptism Sunday. And so uh, today we're going to invite uh, Pastor Sterling. I believe you're, there he is. Pastor Sterling, would you come on up? Uh, again, we've got five people that are going to be baptized today. Uh, but in, in just a moment, uh, and actually before we, we get to that, I, I want to give you an opportunity today. I want to give you an opportunity today. Today, maybe you don't know Jesus. Today, maybe you feel like you're walking around in the darkness. You may not be able to see that in the mirror, but in your spirit, you, you feel it. You feel there, there's something here that's just not right. I feel lost. I don't know what to do. Maybe that's you today. So for just a moment, would you close your eyes and just bow your heads? And I want to give you an opportunity just to respond to Jesus today. To, to respond to him, to say, I, I want to serve you, God. I, I don't want to live in the darkness, God. I, I don't want to go uh, to a place of eternal punishment. I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. I want to serve you all my days. So today, if, if that's you, this isn't, uh, this might work, this might not. This is, it says that if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, right, we declare him as our Savior. We say, God, I want to follow your way, not my way. And we believe in our heart that, that Jesus died and that he rose again, that we will be saved. We will be saved. Not we might be. No, we will be today. You don't have to have it all figured out. You don't have to be all cleaned up, right? That's not salvation. That's, that's sanctification. That will come next. God will help you. The Holy Spirit will guide you. He'll help you get through those addictions. Today is the moment when we say, God, I'm a sinner and I need a Savior. So today, if that's you, and you just want to make a commitment to Jesus, you want to go from darkness to light, would you lift up your hand and catch my eye. I want to pray with you today. Is there anybody here today that you'd say, I want to follow Jesus. Thank you. Anybody else? In the balcony. Just catch my eye. If you're online today, you can just post a comment. 
saying you want to follow Jesus, we want to pray with you today. Because God is changing lives. He can take you from darkness to light. You can try your whole life to find the light. But the only way is through Jesus Christ. It's the only way. So let's pray this. Would you, would you pray this with me? This isn't a, a, the perfect prayer or anything like that. We're just praying it from our heart. So let's pray this together. Dear Jesus, I am a sinner. And I need a Savior. Would you forgive me? Would you be the Lord of my life? I believe that you died, that you rose again. Take me from darkness and into the light. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer and you you meant it from your heart, then today you can know that God has brought you from the darkness and into light. He has made you brand new and that God is doing an incredible thing. He's doing a new thing in your life. So would you, would you just celebrate lives that were just changed? Go ahead, give it up for God. God is so good. God is so good. So we're going to jump into uh, baptisms here. Again, it's, it's celebrating the same thing, that God has brought people from darkness and, into light. And today, again, if, if, you didn't, if you're not on the list today, but you'd still like to be baptized, uh, I'm going to be right up front over here. Just come, come catch me and uh, let me know. And again, we've got towels and all of that, but I'm going to hand it over to Pastor Sterling here, and uh, he's going to introduce our, our first person for baptism this morning. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Pastor Ben. Guys, what a wonderful, wonderful day it is that we can celebrate baptism. And I am just so, so excited and honored that I get to start us off today with some of my youth students. Um, and I am so, so proud. I just want to take a minute and just to all the, all the youth students in the room. I see a couple of y'all around. I am so, so proud to be here, to be able to teach you, to be able to help you in your faith, help you become unshaken in your faith. And I just, I think it's awesome. And today is a celebration of what God has done in the last couple months in these uh, two students' lives. And um, guys, I want, I want the whole, whole room to just be with me in this and say, this is a celebration. So when she comes up, we're going to have two come up today for the Unshaken Youth and everybody. But when they come up, I want you to see a big round of applause, okay? So everybody welcome Faith Waldner. Come on up. Faith, how's it going? How's it going? Here, you, you can use this mic if you want to. Awesome. How's it going today? I'm doing pretty good. How about doing you? Doing pretty good. You a little nervous? A little bit. Okay. Just like a, just a tiny bit. Just a tiny okay. bit. Okay. Just a little bit. Um, but that's all right because you have made the decision to come on up here and pro- profess before everybody that Jesus is your Savior, and that is so awesome. So tell us a little bit, though, about the before story. So before Jesus did something in your life, tell us a little bit about that. So, before Jesus did something in my life, um, I was honestly terrified of people in my church and community. I wasn't, I wasn't scared to talk to them, that makes something clear here, <laughs> but I was scared uh, of being looked down upon because of my faith, um, especially my family. They did nothing wrong, but... Um, I was especially terrified because uh, they were the ones with me the entire time. They were the ones saying, 
hey, uh, you should believe in Jesus. and it, Nothing wrong with that, but um, because of that, um, I said, hey, I'm a Christian, guys. Uh, uh, I was honestly terrified of that, so, and because of that, I felt like my relationship with God was rushed, so. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, I, I love how, you, you know, you share that faith, because I know that uh, that's, that's true for, for so many in this room, and that, that, you know, you're being bold, and you're sharing these things, and it's wonderful, okay, wonderful, so tell us a little bit about, so after, that was kind of how things were, so what was kind of that turning point for you, what was that turning point that changed things? My turning point was at um, church camp of 2022. Um, it was a slow process during that week, but it made me realize I'm the one who's uh, responsible for my relationships, including God. So I'm the one, hey, uh, I'm, I, should I should believe, so um, I was... It's my relationship. I'm responsible for it, and um, it's no one, no one else's but mine mm. and God's. So uh, it took me a while to also realize that He cared for me and actually loved me. And I was told at a young age, "Jesus loves you," but I said, "Yeah, yeah, Jesus loves me." Yeah. It didn't sink in until that week, though. So. Wow. Praise God that is sunk in. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Um, I, I love your story. And tell us a little bit as, as, as we continue, as we move forward, tell us a little bit about um, where are we at now? What is, from that moment, what is, who's the new faith? Um, I believe that um, through my uptimes and downtimes, I can turn to God no matter what. He sees my high and low, and he loves and respects me for that. And it's incredible what he's done in my life. And even even my siblings, I've seen some movement in them, and I'm really proud of them. And um, But I'm... I'm really touched what he's done through my life. He's yeah. made things a lot better with my family and things like that. So, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, faith, it's time to time to get dunked. Okay, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but it's time to get get baptized here. So, if you want to set the mic right here, and then we'll uh, we'll get you in the tank here. I'll uh, just step in carefully. Here, we'll set that there. Awesome. There you go. If you need an extra hand. And then go ahead and face that way, okay? Awesome. Awesome. How's the water? A little bit cold. A little bit cold. <laughs> ah, Pastor Marco didn't put these in early enough. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, so, Faith, we've all heard your testimony, and it's been absolutely wonderful. Hang on. One sec. One sec. And I just want to say, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You have made your declaration of faith. Yeah, words are hard. You've made your declaration of faith, and it is wonderful, and we celebrate with you now. So I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yep. 
Awesome, 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 awesome. Well, you just go ahead and back there. Joni will show you where you need to go. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Um, man, what a wonderful, wonderful celebration. So the celebration is not over. We have another one student. Alicia, you want to go ahead and come to the stage? Woo! Awesome, awesome, awesome. I love it, I love it. Thank you, Pam, and everybody for joining us. I love it. Oh, you guys can come up. You can, you can come up. If you want to stand behind her, just, yeah, awesome, awesome. Alicia, how are we doing today? A little nervous? It's okay. It's all right. I'm a little nervous, too. <laughs> um, so I know God's been doing a lot in your life. I know we talked a little bit about this the last coming weeks, and uh, it's just been really a pleasure for me to hear uh, and, I, and I love it. And so I wanted you to share that with the congregation right now. So tell us a little bit, before Jesus really meant something in your life, what was that kind of like? So before, I was kind of friendless. I, at school, most of my friends either didn't really hang out with me that much or didn't seem to want to hang out with me. Or, like, some people in my class, like, kind of stole my friends, too. So... I started getting really depressed and lonely because I was pretty much alone all the time. Like, I was never around other kids my age except at youth group. And I got really lonely and depressed. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yet again, I love that, you know, we're sharing the truth because sometimes this is what we all feel deep down. We're just afraid to share it sometimes. But what was the moment that, that changed things for you? What was the moment? It was during my seventh grade year, so three years ago in December. One of Pastor Ben's sermons actually really hit hard. Yeah. And I knew I needed to make a decision. Mm -hmm. So I came to the altar that night and decided to give my life to Jesus completely. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> We're excited for you. And then after that, um, I started making more friends, and they started encouraging me. And I became, I also had better coaches, and like, I had really good coaches and mentors and pastors who helped me grow my faith, and as an athlete and a musician. That's so awesome. That is so amazing. Well, everybody give it up again for Alicia. Thank you for sharing your testimony. So Alicia, now it's time to go get baptized. So let's have the family here. Just go ahead and do the same thing that Faith was doing here. Just awesome. Awesome, awesome. Alrighty, yeah, it's pretty cold. Oh man, it's yeah, it's pretty bad. So well, Alicia, thank you for sharing today your story. This is a special, powerful moment. And upon your profession of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's okay. It's okay. Got it. Got it. All righty. Well, at this time, I would like to welcome Pastor Marco. Come on up, buddy. Let's show me how it's done with the, the kiddikins, okay? <laughs> Oh, there we go. Okay. Uh, similarly, as Pastor Strong said, it is truly a privilege and an honor to be able to baptize some kids because we have kids that want to be baptized. That is awesome. That's exciting. 
I mean, it is amazing to see how God is working in the lives of not just people in our sanctuary, but upstairs in our kids' zone and Wednesday night classrooms. It's really just an te- awesome testament of, you know, uh, parents and teachers and all these people like that just surround these kids and love on them. So right now I'd like to invite uh, Elena and the Cher family up here because Elena's going to get baptized today. Come on, Elena. All right. So Elena may be small in size, but she's got enough energy for about half the congregation, truthfully. (laughs) And speaking of, even though she's small, Elena has an amazing passion for Jesus. I love Elena's curiosity. Every time we share something up in the kids' zone or whether her Wednesday night classroom, we see the biggest smile on her face, and she's always ready to ask a question. So, Elena, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Yes. Yes? Awesome. So, Elena, do you want to tell us when you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior? You got this. Mom, you want to help her out a little bit? (laughs) When we moved to California, there was no school or church. So how did you get to know Jesus, Elena? When I moved to South Dakota, I went to, like, a church, and then I went to a school, and then I went to another church, and then another school. And did they teach you about Jesus there at that school and that church? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And you said you also want to get baptized because you saw a friend of yours get baptized, right? This girl right over here, her name's Rosa. I don't know if you remember Rosa, but Rosa was one of our last baptisms we had. And so, seeing Rosa get baptized, that made you want to get baptized, right? Yeah. Yeah? Are we ready to do this thing? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Is that Rosa? All right. Here we go. <laughs> you ready? You can't even see her anymore. <laughs> Don't worry, I promise you she's not there yet. All right, Elena, so... By the confession of your faith in Christ Jesus, I now baptize thee in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's awesome. <laughs> I know the water's a little cold. I'm sorry. I promised to suck those heaters in the 8 a.m., but I guess it didn't work. But hey, that's all right. We got the Holy Spirit fire in them now. So, <laughs> all right. Next up, I'd like to introduce Layla. Layla, would you mind coming up here? And anyone else that wants to support Layla can come up here as well. Hey, Layla. Layla, do you want to tell the audience how old you are? Nine. Layla, so you've accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior, right? So, do you want to tell us about that? How you got to know Jesus? You told me a pretty cool story earlier. When I was five, um, I never actually, my my mom and dad took me to see my grandma and grandpa for a little while. And then I never really knew Jesus before I ever went to my grandma and grandpa. And then whenever I went to my grandma and grandpa, it was Sunday. So they were like, Layla, do you know who Jesus is in God? I said, no, I have no idea who they are. So then, so then they were like, do you want to go to church today? I was like, sure. They're like, when you go to church, you'll learn more about Jesus and who he is. So then when I went to church, I I got to, I sat down, 
and I learned so much more new things about Jesus, and it really made my heart happy because I learned that he died for us on the cross and that he was a good person and he he was a really nice person. Oh, well, that's awesome, Layla. Thank you for sharing that with us, Layla. Now, Layla, I love your enthusiasm every Sunday. Layla comes in ready to answer questions and ready to be ready and excited for Kids Church. And uh, evidence of it was during Pastor Ben's sermon just now when he asked, do you know what sin is? Layla was ready to go. <laughs> but Layla, are you ready to get baptized? Yes. All right, awesome. She's going to take off her shoes real quick. We don't want to get those wet. All right. Ready? All right, let's hop in there. It's okay. <laughs> okay, I promise we'll make it fast. <laughs> All right. Slowly. It's okay. <laughs> go this side. You can do it. You got it. We'll go fast. It's okay. I know it's really cold. <laughs> You'll be all right. It'll be okay. All right. So let it by the confession of your faith in Christ Jesus, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Oh, you scoot down just a little bit? There we go. There we go. There we go. Cool. Almost. All right. Awesome. You okay? You okay? All right. It's. Oh, careful. Great job, Layla. Thank you, Layla. And thank you, Darren and Miss Jessie, for joining us up here. All right, so next up, I'd like to introduce Pastor Ben up here to uh, baptize a couple of people. Thank you, Pastor Ben. Our shot. See if this works. We good up there? All right, perfect. Well, our last person to be baptized this morning, Jennifer Furman. Why don't you come on down, bring the family. This is so exciting. Mom's going to be baptized today. Absolutely. Come on up. Well, Jennifer, God's been doing a big work in you. Would you share a little bit about uh, how you came to know Jesus? Well, I've kind of always really known him, but I've shut him out. I've had a really tough time in the last couple of years, and um, I've had a lot of support. Christine... She saved my life. She invited me to church here, and that's when I knew this is where I needed to be and what I wanted to do. Um, I've been living in the darkness for quite a while, and now I, I'm coming towards the light, and I know what I want. And I know that if I'm patient, that Jesus will be there for me and my children. Yeah, he says he'll always be here. He'll never leave us or forsake us. He reminded of us uh, of that truth again this morning. Mm-hmm. And that as you've accepted him, that you're walking in that light. We got, we've all got work to do. <laughs> we've all got work to do, as, as we saw earlier this morning. We'll never make it and never be perfect until we reach that side of heaven. But yes. God's done such a great work in you and believe he's passing that on into the kids and, yes. and, and he's working in their lives too. Yes, most definitely. 
Well, Jennifer, I think it's time to, to make the plunge. Okay. Are, are you ready this morning? Thank you so much for sharing. Kids, you guys can stand just right over here. You want to get kind of in the middle of the tank? Perfect. We'll, we'll make her quick then. Well, Jennifer, upon your profession of faith in Jesus Christ, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Oh, well, how exciting. Man, God is doing a good thing in this place. Come on. I love it. Man, it is so exciting to see what, what Jesus is doing. Because this is what it's all about. It's all about lives being changed. It's all about lives going from the, the devil thought that they had, he had these five, but, but Jesus said something different, right? He stepped in, and they went from darkness to light. And, and we know that, that when we do that, when we die, that, that we get to go to heaven. And, and our goal is let's fill heaven. There's so many people out there living in darkness. If you know somebody, anybody know somebody who's living in darkness? out there, right? We, we all do. We know people are living in darkness, but we have that light, and, and we're, the, we're the reflection of that light that can shine in, into the dark places. And, and so today, if you've accepted Christ as your Savior, then my challenge to you is this. Let's go reflect the light. Let's reflect the light into the darkness so that more and more people can know Jesus so that we can fill heaven, right? So we can have baptisms every Sunday and, and, and believe that, that God is going to continue to move. I believe it. So again, my, my challenge to you today is, is go out there, tell people about Jesus, and invite them back to church. We, we want to see God do incredible things and move in our city, in our county, in our communities. Would you stand with me? We're going to pray. You're going to be dismissed. I encourage you, find, uh, find one of our people who got baptized today. Give them a hug. Give them a handshake. Give them a high five and just love on them. It, what they did this morning, uh, it took a lot of guts to come up in front of uh, people and share their testimony, but it's because of what God did in their heart. God is changing lives, and so be sure to, to greet them on the way out. Let me pray for you. Jesus, I, I thank you for your church. God, I thank you for Aberdeen First Assembly and, and what you're doing in our hearts and, and what you're doing in our community. God, we pray that you would just continue to grow. God, that you would continue to build, that you would help us to be the light. God, clean us up. Help us to be a better reflection of who you are each and every day. God, thank you for the changed lives today. God, thank you for making us new. God, thank you for bringing us to darkness, to light. So, Lord, I pray that you be with us as we leave this place, that, that many more would come to the great light and knowledge that you are our Savior. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Amen. Have an incredible week, church.